Outstanding. Thank you, Dean. All right, here we go. Okay. What are you getting? Well, I'm getting a bounce. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lightness within it as well. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, on, just, honey, it's a yeah. very tricky color, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Terry and I worship an unconventional deity. The power of another dimension. dimension. Now, you're not going to read about this dimension in a book or in a magazine or... Uh, in a newspaper, uh, because it doesn't exist anywhere except in my own mind. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Mary. Clearly. Mary. Mary, indeed. Yeah. This is the David Allen Show. Yes. uh, Thanksgiving edition. We need a turkey. I don't have a turkey jingle. Dropped. Oh, uh, the president. The president. Pardoned. Two turkeys this year, today. Really? Yeah, two, two. Uh, and then made a joke that one of them was there in case the first one couldn't fulfill his duties, so he called him a vice turkey. No, no, that was a joke. So basically, <laughs> calling Joe Biden a turkey. <laughs> After calling himself one. Tater and Tot were the names of these turkeys that really? were pardoned. What a waste of time for the president. I know, because they were probably convicted for nonviolent crimes like dope selling or something like that. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah uh i found this uh but that's compassionate of him yeah mm-hmm. you know i'm starting to so nice so yeah. all the others that were out in the field getting their heads cut it, off yeah yeah too bad yeah too bad for them do uh, you remember no kentucky fried chicken used to have this commercial with uh foghorn leghorn as the spokesperson fog i say i say foghorn leghorn boy do you know that I say, I say, come here, boy. Foghorn Leghorn? No. Do you, do no, you know I know who, who he is. is. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, yeah. How does the weirdest, it's Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> so it's a chicken. I mean, isn't that the perfect example of, like, what, an Uncle Tom or whatever? I mean, I mean, he was propagating the slaughter of his own species. Oh, sure. Well, I thought that was weird. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I, evidently, I was the only one. me, boy? Are you crazy? I'm a chicken hawk and you're a chicken. Are you coming quietly or do I have to mush you up? You're going at it all wrong, son. You gotta go to Kentucky Fried Chicken if you wanna catch America's favorite <laughs> chicken. It's a great place to get a great meal. No one makes tender, juicy chicken like the Colonel. It's finger licking good. Here, son, let me give you a lift. <laughs> 1986. So he's Kentucky a cannibal. Fried, right. He's a cannibal. Uh, no, he's not eating him. He's a, 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 a genocide. No, no. What's that called? Uh, yeah. Uh, what do you call ch- when you chickocide? when you're eliminating part of your race? What's that called? Uh, well, genocide. I think that's probably <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Uh, okay. So that's a little fun trail back. Sorry. 30 years ago, 1886. Wow. My I didn't think it was that long ago. 1986. Yeah. Oh. So you're clearly old. I'm now, clearly. I would have been seven, so I don't remember Years that. old. Mm-hmm. Right. What else would that have been? Seven. Well, I don't know. Months. Days. <laughs> seven months. Yeah. Weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I found this that I think is, it's, it's kind of a long four, three minutes long. I understand. Maybe we do, son. Don't think you have a corner on all of virtue vision in the country or that everybody else is fat and selfish and you're the first generation to come along that's felt dissatisfied. They all have, you know. 
about different things, and most of them didn't have the same opportunity and freedoms that you do. Remember, um, all the protesting crybaby millennials. Yes. Let's talk poverty. Most places in the world, that's not a problem. It's a way of life. And rights, they're liable to give you a blank stare because they may not know what you're talking about. The fact is, more people are living better right here than anywhere else ever before in history. So don't expect us to roll over and play dead when you say you're dissatisfied. It's not perfect, but it's a great deal better than when we grew up. A hundred men standing in the street hoping for one job, selling apples on the street corner. That's one of the things we were dissatisfied about, and you don't see that much anymore. You're taller, stronger, healthier, better educated, and you live longer than the last generation. And we don't think that's altogether bad. You've probably never seen a quarantine sign in your neighbor's door. Diphtheria, scarlet fever, whooping cough. Probably none of your classmates are crippled with polio. You don't see many mastoid scars anymore. We've done quite a bit of fighting all around the world. Whether you think it was moral or not, a lot of people are free today to make their own mistakes because of it. And that may just include you. I don't know. Maybe part of it's the fact that you're in a hurry. You've grown up on instant orange juice. Flip a dial, instant entertainment. Dial seven digits, instant communication. Turn a key, push a pedal, instant transportation. Flash a card, instant money. Shove in a problem, push a few buttons, instant answers. But some problems you can't get quick answers to no matter how much you want them. We took a little boy into Central Receiving Hospital yesterday. He was four years old. He weighs eight and a half pounds. His parents just haven't bothered to feed him. Now, give me a fast answer to that one. One that'll stop that from ever happening again. And if you can't settle that one, what about the 55,000 Americans who will die on the highways this year? That's nearly six or seven times the number that'll get killed in Vietnam. Why aren't you up in arms about that? Or is dying in a car somehow moral? Tell me how to wipe out prejudice. I'll settle for just the prejudices you have inside yourselves. Show me how to get rid of the unlimited capacity for human beings to make themselves believe that they're somehow right and justified in stealing from somebody or hurting somebody. And you'll just about put this place here out of business. I don't think that we're telling you to lose your ideals or your sense of outrage. They're the only way things ever get done. And there's a lot that still needs doing. And we hope you'll tackle it. You don't have to do anything dramatic like trying to come up with a better country. You can find enough to keep you busy right here. While you're at it, don't break things up in the name of progress or crack a placard stick over somebody's head to help him see the light. Be careful of his rights, because your property and your person and your rights aren't any better than his. And next time, you may be the one to get it. We remember a man who killed six million people and called it social improvement. So hang in. Don't try to build a new country. Make the old one work. It has for over 400 years. And by the world's standards, that's hardly more than yesterday. Oh, man. I think somebody <laughs> just got triggered. <laughs> oh, we didn't put a warning oh, out. But yeah, man. microaggression. <laughs> microaggression. Can you, um, 1968, Dragnet. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, no. no. What? It's fantastic. <gasps> I wish they'd do some, I know it's it's a TV show, but they were right spot on the money. They just forgot they were, what, 50 years yeah, it's op- ahead of their it's time? Yeah, preaching the opposite now. So, yeah. <clears throat> now it's those kids Stupid preaching to kids, the old yeah. people mm-hmm. the opposite. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah, it kind of gives you, gives you chills. What was his name? Uh, Joe Friday. Well, like that was his character? Yeah, that was his character's name. Hmm. I can't remember the other guy. Uh, Joe Morgan. Joe Morgan. Okay. Were they he like was on MASH. Equal <clears throat> partners? partners? Yeah. So they were yeah. like the, the two detectives. detectives. Yeah. Detectorists? Oh, detectives. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> no, they 
they were they were uh they were partners partners yes they were partners in life they were life partners no they weren't they didn't do that back then they were men they wore ties wow <clears throat> yeah oh this makes me want to vomit just this yeah just this one piece okay um so this was shared. I'm, I'm browsing me uh, my social media page. Uh-oh. Um, this was shared by a lady that I know in the upper northwest. Okay. Or Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> Granolaville. Huh. And it's a video from the National Resources Defense Council, which I don't know what they are, but apparently they are a global warming uh, thing. Think. They're trying to prevent it. Wait, okay. Now they're trying to prevent man-made global warming. Is that it? Do they even Here's use the quote. word "man-made" anymore? We are all seeing the impacts of climate change with our own eyes and ears right now. Light your candles, say your prayers, and roll up our, your sleeves. Let's get to work. And they played this video, which is a video of um, nice, cute little wa- watercolor paintings with words. First one says, I woke up crying again today for polar bears and bees and butterflies Mm. for dolphins and whales (laughs) for the Arctic for people in the front lines of climate change Americans do not have four more years to deny climate change or our contribution to this problem I come to work at NRDC every day because we have to be here we will be here fighting tooth, nail, claw, fin, hoof and heart so they're gonna fight cows? for what is right they're gonna fight dolphins? I love you earth we will work for you forever forever <laughs> so 38,000 views that little video oh. has had mm-hmm. yeah uh, d- it just makes you want to vo- vomit too late too, too late saving our environment for future generations um, <laughs> they are they have six days left to what save the environment um, for future about this fundraiser uh-huh. Areas of work. We believe the world's children should inherit a planet that will sustain them as it has sustained us. NRDC works to ensure the rights of all people to the air, the water, and the wild. And to prevent special interests from undermining public interests. How much would you like to donate? Uh, I think this is interesting because... Um, they have raised $60 out of a 200 <laughs> Out of a, a goal of 200 so sixty. <laughs> Six quality right here. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm impressed. That's great. This is a serious organization. <clears throat> two two people have donated. The whole organization? Two people? <laughs> this is This is for real. Yeah. This yeah, is okay. why this is why it's a okay. joke. I'm I'm in. All right. I'm, I got I got played. I thought it was for real. It's not. Well, it's clearly for real. It's just they have no reach. Well, yeah. Who's Jimmy Dore? I don't know. Democracy is hard work. 
In the United States, if 43% of eligible voters do not vote, then democracy is weakened. Why? I love that he wags his finger at the voters who on purpose, his system suppresses the voter because that's what he's doing. You know, when people don't vote, uh, but how about when you're elected to bring change to America and you literally do the exact same thing George Bush was doing. You were elected to change shit and you took his defense secretary and put him in your cabinet and continued George Bush's policy unabated. We are still in fucking Afghanistan, Iraq. Libya's still a mess. Sorry. You did that. Apparently this is an adult. You're, you bombed so much in Syria Trigger you warning. ran out of it. <laughs> the hard work of democracy. And maybe you wonder why those people don't show up to vote. Maybe because you're shifting their, sending their jobs overseas. Maybe because the candidate that you wanted them to vote for passed NAFTA at the same time she gutted welfare and exploded the prison population. And those people know it. And they can't vote either, by the way. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, so that is the alt-left. Okay. Live it what's in Obama. The, what's, the, what's the definition of alt Oh, right. Well, I'm just saying they have an alt right that now they're saying is the. But uh, how are they? Uber, de- how are they defining alt right? Uh, well, anyone that's not um, a ABC, rhino. NBC. Okay, got it. CNN. Maybe so Fox, the, Fox is on the edge. Would the Young Turks be that, that alt left? Tur- oh, was that the Young Turks? Yeah. Okay. Or it was on their network, yeah. Yeah, but okay. I think they, they if they're going to consider Breitbart and they're going to consider the Daily Wire yeah. uh, alt-right, then they've got to consider these guys alt-left. Uh, no, the, without you're question. saying that <laughs> oh, that would mean that they would not be hypocritical if they did. They would have to. Yeah, no. <clears throat> bing, bong, bong, bing, tomato, bing. tomato. <laughs> you know, um, everybody was in the news media was shocked that Donald Trump became president and so many people voted for Donald Trump. Um, I saw this article and it's called finally politically incorrect women are coming out of the closet. And it was written by this lady who wrote this book called the flip side of feminism. And she said, I feel a strange sort of kinship with Donald Trump. My entire writing career has been built on people who support me privately, but not in public. I'll never forget the time I found a Southwest Airlines stewardess reading one of my books. I'd walked to the bathroom in the back of the plane only to find it occupied, so I found myself standing in the aisle, sandwiched between two flight attendants on my right who were busy, uh, busying themselves with drinks, and one on my left who was crouched down in a corner. I happened to look down, and I could see the distinct green outline of the flip side of feminism. And I smiled and asked her, is that a good book? She looked up as though she'd been caught doing something wrong. When I told... What? (gasps) You caught me. Exactly. When I told her I'm the author of the book, she looked at me for a few moments and then checked the photo on the book jacket. Then she smiled from ear to ear and instantly relaxed. She said, I can't let my friends know I'm reading this book. So she reads it in private, she said. That exchange is a perfect example of political correctness. The idea that there's a right way to think and a wrong way to think run amok. And last week, Donald J. Trump blasted this phenomenon wide open. The 2016 election proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that our country is divided into two groups. The elite, most of whom are liberal-minded and thus 
think the quote-unquote right way, and everyday folks, most of whom are right-leaning and thus think the quote-unquote wrong way. And um, <clears throat> she continues on. Uh, let me get it here. Um, she said, what last week's election proved is that millions of Americans, Americans have been crouching in the corner all these years, just like that flight attendant. They've been hiding, and now they've come out from behind the curtain. They saw a leader who, despite his garish flaws, make it socially acceptable to stand up for what they believe in and to be proud of it. As it happens, I, hap I uh, received an email after the election from a reader named Casey, who had just read several of my books and after hearing me on a radio program. She writes, Thank you for the voice you've given me. I often feel like I've been shipwrecked at sea and am clinging to the raft of my ideals hoping a boat of like-minded women might come along with me, or I'll see a lighthouse on the horizon with like-minded women waving me to shore. I cannot be the only one who feels this way. Clearly she isn't. Now that's the article that this lady wrote, who's conservative, who's basically, I, I guess her her uh, book um, is, uh, she writes against, you know, what feminism is now. Um <clears throat> And I think one of the biggest things that I got out of this election is I've been very pessimistic about our country and the way people think. And I think I've been buying way too much the hype. I think I've been buying into the propaganda that, that is being... Um, uh, being transmitted. Fake news. The fake news. <clears throat> um. And I think that I should feel more optimistic, um, especially after this. Now, maybe the next election will get me back into my pessimistic hole where it's so nice and warm and comfortable. Um, <clears throat> but I'm thinking that there are more people out there, at, and probably the majority of the people out there, um, actually look at reality and realize that in in the real world, there's a male and a female, and there's not 52 different types of genders. Um, and most of the kids agree with it. That's incorrect. So you would disagree. You think there's no, no. The news would the 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 social social socialism. No, the culture would disagree. The culture would, mm -hmm. but the but what is wrong. that culture? Doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. The culture is right. The the culture. Ask, is... Just ask them. I okay. Hey, culture. Yeah. Are you right? Sure. Oh, See? yep. Okay, yeah, you're right. Point proven. Okay, sure. Wow. Uh, Emily Bader, Bader, who? <clears throat> Emily Bader is a white woman. She is not, therefore, black. Uh, normally, that wouldn't be news worth reporting. And it still isn't. Because it isn't, <laughs> it isn't news. Uh, but her race came into play. Recently, because on the new cover of Black Hair Magazine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? What's it called? Black Hair Magazine. So it celebrates people who have black hair? It is a British glossy that bills itself as, quote, an international bi-monthly magazine for the style-conscious black woman. Oh. Packed with, okay. one hun with hundreds okay. of hair inspirations, fashion, lifestyle, and celebrity interviews. Okay. Uh, we are one of the leading publications for women of color in Europe. Okay. 
Okay, it makes sense now. The Thank magazine, you. which generally is not, if <clears throat> generally, if not always, features black or mixed race models, used her photograph for the cover of its December January Now, is she issue. like, does she have black hair? The editors have admitted they didn't know that she was white. Does she look white? Is she like Halle Berry white? Michael Jackson white? Or like, okay, yeah, she looks... I mean, maybe a twin, but... A twinge, a twinge, huh? Like maybe one thirty-second. That's the cover they used. Not black hair, even on the cover. Sorry, it's very reddish. Yeah, but that looks frizzy enough. And, I mean, you could say... So, here, uh, here's the whole point. Here, Here's why I bring this up. Okay. Um, you were saying <clears throat> her hair as picture below is naturally straight and we just looked at the below picture uh, but on the cover it's curly in a style traditionally associated with black women so stereotyping uh-huh. clearly mm-hmm. sure. is what they're expecting us to do you bet uh, in, a, in an Instagram post that has been liked more than 2,000 times Bader said the photograph was several years old, and she never planned for it to be used on the cover of black hair. Furthermore, had she known, she wouldn't have allowed it. I don't think that she has that control. Because when you're a model, you do the shoot, the people that own that shot, own that shot. And can sell it. And it's usually the modeling agency. They own everything. They can do what they want. Yeah, so why is that? She has no control. Okay. Because I assume that at that age, she would not have had the presence of mind to put in a uh, control clause. She stated embarrassment at the photo, which she had said was a form of cultural appropriation, which refers to adopting elements of another's culture generally to one's benefit. You know, I would like, I'm okay with adopting elements of someone's culture if it's beneficial, like maybe the car. What? Wait a second. Um, Bicycle. What? The appropriation, the misappropriation... Of a culture means that it refers to it the is adopting. Owned. I know. Well, sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, so only black people can have curly, big hair. Is what they're saying. I think. Yeah, right? but when they say misappropriation of the culture, they are basically saying you're stealing. Yeah, stealing from a culture D- now, to your own benefit. Okay, you're using that. But for does your a benefit. culture own what they believe? Does a culture own how they act? How they talk. Is that something that's owned? Who owns that? Well, I don't know. I, Nobody I, owns it. I don't think so. I so think, how can you misappropriate? Okay. I, I, I'm with you. I agree. Yeah. I, I don't know how you can. I think you this can. is the problem with our, our secondary education system in this country. Yeah. What's the difference between a culture and a corporation? Uh, more they, letters. Are they people? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Is a culture a people? Like, can you sue a culture? And even, and again, when it comes to the culture, there's different levels of a culture, um, and there's different cultural pockets. And so, because you go down to Alabama or Louisiana, or Louisiana, oh, okay, they have a culture that's different yeah, yeah. Than, than here. So then if you go down and you catch a bunch of crawfish and you bring them up here and fry them, are you appropriating their culture? 
I would think that there's almost, not an infinite, but there are so, I mean, each household has a different culture. Um, how you raise your kids, how you talk to them, how you discipline them. You go, you go to a school, and each teacher has a different culture in their classroom. So when you start talking about culture, you, you're, I mean, you're talking about millions and you start millions. Talking about culture, man. And then, yeah. Here, here's the part that deeply disturbs me. I'm sorry for. No, this is fine because I think I think that's an interesting thought. Is what like, I mean, does a culture have control over something? Exactly. Because what, what does that mean? What does it mean? Because what if you have like multicultural? You can't by that by by the appropriation mentality. You can't have. But even you can't be multicultural. So America even, doesn't exist. But even when you say black culture, somebody has to define what that means. Yeah, it means big curly hair. It means well in this case <laughs> it t- in this case does. But so um, on this uh, lady's Instagram, which is Darth Bader. Which one is that? The the, the model. The model. The model's okay. in- Instagram. Darth Bader. Yeah. How'd she come up with that? Yeah. Did she appropriate that from? Oh, 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 oh she misappropriated Sith culture. <laughs> oh, this is what? Oh, hypocrisy. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she says uh, she's holding a picture and takes a picture of the book, the cover, and puts it up there. Anyway, uh, I would deeply and sincerely like to apologize to everyone for this. Why? And, and black women especially. I would like to clarify. I believe this shoot is from when I was around 15 and didn't understand cultural appropriation... You or, still don't. ...or the impact it has on POC. What POC? People of color. People of color. So, so then we don't have any... Because you I look am, very peachy. I mean, you know, pe- flesh-colored. Peachy. Yeah, you're not... Peach, it's not flesh-colored, it's flesh. Yeah. It's toned, different tone. Okay. You have a... <laughs> uh, mm. I mean, I'm almost translucent, but I still, I do have some color. No, that's the blood inside. I was uneducated, she says, which obviously is no excuse. Ignorant. What? And immature. What? Of course is an excuse. <laughs> Why would you? Oh. Growing up in a very, very white city, I had no idea the struggles black women face and how often they were persecuted for their hair. What? So this is why I lived in Africa for a few months, and this is why every white American that would come over would get their hair done like the Africans because it was cool. You mean you had cornrows? I did not. I no. But the so lady, not every the American. Did. No, the ladies, the oh, white ladies. Okay. Because they had hair. I, it's kind of hard to do. Kind of hard to. Yeah. I didn't understand that shoots like this support the very eurocentric beauty standard that the mainstream media focuses uh. on which reinforced the idea that black features are only okay on white women i didn't understand that as a white passing woman i'd be praised for this hair but if i was a black woman i'd be persecuted i didn't understand cultural appropriation i do regret doing this and I she doesn't up- understand the term persecution either i hold up my hands i'm so 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 sorry and i'm very sorry this cover was taken away from a black woman this image is i think though i'm not 100% sure about 3 to 4 years old 
It was never intended. I was. Ne- it was never intended to be the cover of this magazine. If I had known, I would have done nothing be because I didn't own it. I would never have condoned it. I'm upset. Condone, meaning she has no control. Condone all you want, lady. You yeah. don't own the image. I'm upset and angry. I was never asked by the photographer, hair salon, anyone, if this image could be used for the cover black hair. Do you I'm think so she was glad. really upset? No. You think she's well, angry? Right now. Why? Because she's supposed to be. So is that real anger, though? No. No. It's a, she's appropriating the <laughs> anger. From the actual persecuted. Mm. Oh, interesting. She's stealing somebody's anger. I'm so glad I've educated myself and surrounded myself with people to teach me what is right and wrong. Oh. I constantly am learning and becoming more and more informed. It's important to come forward and be honest with ourselves about our past mistakes. Otherwise, we will never learn. Again, I am truly, deeply sorry to anyone I've offended and I hope, if nothing else, this post can educate others so they don't make similar mistakes. Also, please let me know if I've said anything wrong or offensive in this similar post. Similar mistakes? What mistake did she make? Uh, oh. Also, please let me know if I've said anything wrong or offensive in this post. You did. Or anything I can add. I love you all, sm. And the last thing. What? You love us all, sm? S-M. Does that mean so much? Maybe. Yeah, okay. Is, is this is this really we're we're talking a model here. So this late this dumb girl apparently uses SM instead of writing <sighs> so much cuz this this is a diatribe she wrote. SM. I love you all SM. Sma. I think sma. She was spent. She only had um, And I'm spent. <laughs> she had a grape <laughs> and a stock of broccoli for breakfast yesterday. So she she just run out of energy. I love you all sma. And the last thing I want to do is offend or hurt anyone. I really hope you don't all think I'm a massive, interesting swear word. Huh. 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 So, I have less, 2,600 likes on this stupid post. So, let's go see if Darth I have a question. Yeah. It, was that on Facebook? No, Instagram. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do they have hates or dislikes? You know, like on Ooh, YouTube, they, they have no, a no, thumb, no, down. thumb down. Yeah. Do they have any of those? Mm-mm. So then... You can only heart it. And if you don't heart it, you hate it. So then... So just don't heart it. So then probably I, 80 million people heart it. hate it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, th- uh, this, this girl, Darth Bader, uh, has 65,000 followers. On the Instagram. She's a model in London. I'm con- There's a guy from the town that I live in, and uh, <clears throat> he was engaged to this gal who went over to Europe to be a model. Mm-hmm. She was like on Vogue magazine. This happened last year. He's a little bit younger than my daughter, but he, he lives. Um, <clears throat> anyways, uh, they broke up. And it was one of those things where um, it was just interesting. You know, I didn't know the situation the the best, but it seemed very much one of those things where there was a person who got into modeling because they wanted to make some money and then get married and settled down. And the more they got into modeling, the more it sucked them in. 
mm-hmm. and the more it changed them till the they weren't they were very different than the way they were before so <clears throat> um my point is i like this music <laughs> Oh. Is this the David Allen Show? DavidAllenShow.com. My, my point is, don't listen to a model. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm in. Hold me close, sway me more. Like a flower bending in the breeze. Bend with me, sway with ease. When we dance, you have a way with me. Stay with me, sway with me. Other dancers may be on the floor Dear, but my eyes will see only you Only you have the magic technique When we sway, I grow weak I can hear the sound of violins Long before it begins You know the words Make me thrill as only you know how Sway me smooth Sway me now This is Dean Martin How do you not know this music? (laughs) You're not American if you don't know Dean I guess so I guess you're right DavidAllenShow.com On the face bag David Allen Show. If you're interested, send us an email at David Allen Show at gmail.com. Other dancers may be on the floor, dear, but my eyes will see only you. Only you have the magic technique. When we sway, I go weak. I can hear the sound of violins long before. It begins Make me thrill as only you know how Sway me smooth Sway me now You know how Sway me smooth Sway me now My favorite singer from that time is uh, Jack Sheldon. I really liked him. Dean Martin, everybody. Bobby, Bobby, we need we need something modern. No, <laughs> no, not Ramstein. <laughs> not that, not so much. Oh, okay. Come on, it's a, that's a quote from a movie. Get with the du program. Hast mich. No. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um. With sales. On Black Friday slipping, U.S. retailers... What? How are they slipping? ...are offering pre-Thanksgiving deals, even earlier than in recent years, to draw shoppers as the day after no longer marks a spending peak at brick-and-mortar chains. Well, this is because everyone started doing this... So let's start Thursday at 5. And Black Friday means midnight. 12.01. We'll open up. That's the problem. Open at seven or six. That's fine. Yeah. Don't do pre Black Friday Black Friday sales. Because <laughs> that's what they're doing. Yeah. Hey, Black Friday starts tomorrow on Monday. It's Black Friday Monday. I, then Black Friday Monday on Tuesday. 
Black Friday, Monday, Tuesday sale. We're having on, on Thursday afternoon. And hey, by the way, come at 6 a.m. on Friday, Black Friday. We're having the Black Friday that happened on Monday and Tuesday that we celebrated on Wednesday. And then we came back on Thursday for, and here it is on Black Friday. That's marketing right there for you. Hurt. Black Friday, as the day after Thanksgiving is called, has traditionally started the holiday shopping season in the United States and was the day when retailers turn a profit, thus going from being in the red to being in the black. Many retailers have started opening their stores on Thanksgiving, even to boost customer traffic and sales. But the number of Thanksgiving weekend shoppers fell by nearly a third to 102 million in 2015 from 147 million in 2012. U.S. retailers, however, have redoubled efforts this year to boost sales with familiar tactics but greater intensity. Walmart has already said it will increase inventory by more than half this year and make deals typically reserved for Black Friday available online early Thursday or Thanksgiving morning. Retail pricing and data analytics from MarketTrack said an analysis of 15 top U.S. brick-and-mortar retailers and their Black Friday circular announcements online showed they were about three days earlier than last year. Quote, they're all trying to beat each other to the punch and starting their promotions earlier and earlier each year, said Tracy Grigorsky, Senior VP Marketing at MarketTrack. Last year, discounts on popular products deepened by 30 to 40% from Black Friday prices as Christmas got closer. Mark Cohen, a professor at Columbia Business School and the former chief executive of Sears Canada, said the urgency related to Black Friday has greatly diminished. Consumers know great deals and discounts are available throughout the year, and prices during the holiday season will only get better if they wait. Deals have been available for days already on websites of retailers like Target, Core, Macy's, Kohl's, Home Depot, and Lowe's. E-marketing giant Amazon joined with a first-of-its-kind month-long Black Friday promotion. How can you do that? Why don't you just say, we're having an early Christmas sale? Yeah. No, it's a Black Friday for November. But a month-long Black Friday. Let's go look at it. And who's doing this? Amazon. Oh, yeah. Break yeah, up the old been, keyboard. But I didn't... I've been kind of following a little bit, but it wasn't like anything to... What they've done is they've... Over, this is... It's supply and demand with marketing. So you run everything. Everything is a Black Friday deal. Everything's Black Friday! Black Friday! Black Friday! Well, then Black Friday doesn't mean anything. The sky's falling. So you're saying it's like the word awesome. That's awesome. If you use the word awesome, that where do you go from there? That is such an awesome analogy. Yeah. That is way rad. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. I had an unbelievable sandwich yesterday. That's the dumbest thing to say ever. Yeah, because you can't go from there. No, unbe- okay, I don't believe it. You A lie. really unbelievable. <laughs> it's so believable. D- deal of the day. Just Dance 2017. Okay. What? Yeah, mm-hmm. a game. Oh, well, that's a game. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought you were like... But, okay, that's deals of the day. You're going to dance because then the deal was so great. We scroll down on the Amazon. Today's hottest deals are different than the deals of the day. So, so this is like Fox de- News. Breaking <laughs> fake, news. Fake news, and everybody. Then fake, breaking news. Donald Trump went to dinner without telling the press. Yeah. Okay. Dinnergate. Um, 
Yeah, today's hottest deals are Amazon products, clearly. Crystal growing kit. There's no math. <laughs> Maybe. It, oh, it's the Breaking Bad edition. <laughs> it's just, now there's marketing. That would be fantastic. <laughs> oh man, you know, you know someone tried. They they had to have tried. Yeah. We, we, that's a that's a billion dollar deal. And that product would sell. It would. Breaking Bad edition. Crystal growing kit. Oh, just say that, and then and then all the dope heads would yeah, buy, it all buy it because hey, they think it's math. Hey, man. Yeah. Oh hey, forget man, forget the the, the, the fine that's that says, bait and switch right there. <laughs> you still need Nyquil. <laughs> <laughs> Nyquil not included. And Drano. Oh wait, what is the what is the over the counter drug that you can't Pseudofed. get? Pseudofedrin, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not included. And hydrous ammonia, oh, not included. Right. <clears throat> uh, Jewberry hydration backpack. That's a best. That uh, what's that? Uh, uh, hottest? No, no, no. Now we're shopping all the deals. These aren't the hottest deals. We're just shopping them all. One of them is a steam fast home and away mini steam iron because that's what you need. <laughs> steam fast. A pillow, water pillow, a water pillow. Encased in quilted pillowcase. Hypoallergenic with a one-year warranty premium hotel quality. Water pillow? Experience. Experience the wonders of water for sleep. Because I want to sleep in water. (laughs) So this is a suicide pillow. (laughs) Oh, it's fantastic. I... I don't know. Uh, they have to. It's got to end with a crash in order to reset this thing, don't you think? I mean, it's gotta. It's gotta. Even the Black Friday deal. Yeah. <clears throat> it has to. What? There, it's got. There's got to be a reset. They can't continue on like this. Well, it, it feels like perpetuity. it's falling apart now. That they have to do Black Friday deals for the whole month to make it even doable. Yeah, that's my point. It's gotta. There's got to be a reset. And the other thing is going to the stores. My my brother lives in in a suburb of Dallas, and he needed a, a thermostat for his house because mm-hmm. it broke. He ordered it on Amazon, and like an hour later, it arrived at his house. Oh, it's the same day delivery? Like, Yeah, and what they do down there is they don't have UPS. It's a courier, right? It's they, like Uber for you can, delivery? Yeah, it's like Uber for delivery. Mm-hmm. So some... some it's a punk kid. <laughs> Hi, my name is Cletus. Here's your thermometer. Yeah, I ordered a thermostat. I'll be right back. You know, it, it doesn't... I mean, they'll just drop it off, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, groceries... I mean, Walmart has a thing. You say, you know, I want this, and they'll drop it off at your house. Mm-hmm. And the thing with Amazon, it's free delivery. So yeah. you don't pay for it, and it shows up in like an hour. I mean, how do you, if you're if you're a well, brick and mortar store. There may be a, a slight fee for that service. No. He, no uh, he didn't pay anything for shipping and handling. To get it delivered same day? Yeah. Not, not like an hour later. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, how do you? I mean, he's Amazon Prime. Oh, member. okay, okay. So it's in there. <clears throat> but that's like seventy bucks a year, hundred mm-hmm. or a hundred. Um, uh, how do you compete? Yeah, I mean, you know, th- there will be the people that 
you know, some people like to hunt deer or pheasants, and other people like to hunt deals in stores. Oh, with and, a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> they get a, you get a good deal if you do that. Oh, hey, yeah. What's people your best move deal? Out of the way. <laughs> what? Give, give us your best deal. Yeah. Speaking of Amazon Prime. Okay. Let's. The most successful premiere of a television show, of, of, of an internet-based show, happened on Friday. Was it Barry? The Grand Tour. The Grand Tour. What's that? Um, if you recall, more than a year ago, there's the a no. pokey little motoring show on the BBC called Top Gear. Oh, I've heard. Yeah. Okay. And it had the best presenters, Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah. Presenter, and then his. And what was that about? James, I punched somebody. That's details. A producer. No, no, but uh, what was oh, the, show the show about? What? Okay, it's only the the most watched television series in history globally. Okay, so I'm a snob. Yep. I don't watch <laughs> soccer either. <laughs> So, <laughs> who does really yeah. football? <laughs> yeah, it's foot, football. <laughs> who does? Yeah. Well, uh, Scottish hooligans, they do, but nobody else. Anyways, New Zealanders. Okay, them too. But isn't that uh, that's more rugby? Anyways, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Just all running about a field with a <laughs> oddly shaped ball, <laughs> missing teeth and stuff. Go ahead. <laughs> like British rednecks. Um. There was a spat between oh, but, Clarkson what, what and... Is, what is Top Gear? What do they do Oh, it, it's, it's a motoring. It's a car show. So they just talk they, about cars? Yeah, but they and then they do... It, it is the most well-filmed and produced show on television, I think. But it's about cars. Right. But but it's done in a way that's fun. My, my wife will sit and watch with me. Really? And laughs, because they're funny. Okay. It's a great show, but... Um, he got a supposedly on set filming. Yep. Uh, Clarkson got they got in a row, and uh, decided to punch a. Apparently, the the rumors are he punched a producer. Well, they suspended him. What? Yeah, he's like. What if the producer the most, deserved it? Doesn't matter. Okay. He's probably we can't have that kind of actions. Uh, he's probably the most well one of the well known well most one of the most well known the best known faces. And personalities on television, globally. I mean, you know him pretty well, so <laughs> <laughs> bigger than Duck Dynasty, clearly, yeah, okay. well, by far, yeah. Okay. Um. So they then did negotiations, and anyway, and all the stuff they didn't renew his contract, <gasps> which was a big deal. And so the show, like, they actually cut him out of some some of the pieces they could of some of the last shows for that season. And then he wasn't allowed to be in set for the live did, portions of the show. Did Top Gear go under? Did they? Are they still? Oh doing no! It? But what happened is he they they didn't renew his contract. Well, yeah. the, his other two sidekicks' contracts were up, and they said, "Yeah, we're not doing a show with anyone else. Ooh. We're done." The producer who makes that show awesome. Yep, I'm going with these guys. So the BBC lost their top show. Period. So the producer, but not, not probably... the name, none of that. They lost the people, which uh-huh. made the show. Well, yeah. Now, they have the show. They have uh, new people, which are terrorists. It's bombing. I mean, it's not It's not near as good. So, Amazon, a year ago, bought them. Like, well, signed contracts for hundreds of millions of dollars for these guys. And basically gave them an open, there you go. Have fun. Make a show. Now, there's a legal team that's sitting beside them saying, yeah, you can't say that. You can't say that. You can't do this. Certain words like bollocks 
they can't say certain things. It's European swear wording, I guess. Uh, certain kinds of phrasing they used to do all the time. They're in order to keep Amazon from getting sued by the BBC. They uh, have a bunch of stipulation of what they're not allowed to say. That's, that's um, well. That show finally they call it the Grand Tour. It premiered on Friday. And, and what and, are they touring? Cars around the yeah. Or are they just driving around? Are they touring? Like you America? are an Amazon Prime subscriber. Mm-hmm. Okay, your assignment, assignment, David, is to watch the premiere of um, the Grand Tour. Don't don't they have like next cliff week's notes? Show. <laughs> no, no, it, it it is. Do it. I I implore you. You sat through two presidential debates. Well, that's because two of them. That's because I could mock it. That, that was the were only not, reason. That were that produced was the only reason. so poorly. <laughs> yes. And we the produced it poorly. Content was crap. <laughs> yes. This is done well. So, your assignment, I I ask of you. <laughs> <laughs> Implore. <clears throat> Do it go for watch, the children. Go watch the Grand Tour. The grand and, and tour, then, and yeah, but it was the uh, the most successful str- online only premiere in history, I think. Huh? Because I everybody, never, everybody wanted them back. Who who watched Top Gear? Mm-hmm. Oh man! Wait, which because is, which I thought, is a, a, I mean, in in the realm of TV shows, mm-hmm. it has the biggest audience globally. See, I thought Top Gear was a video game until. Because I, I remember when this happened, and then I, I heard about it. Oh, so you did but lots never... of due diligence and did some research. Awesome. Well. Hey, Top that... Gear. Oh, it must be a game. Yeah, it's good. Well, I, I wikipedia <laughs> it. <laughs> I put as much effort into that as I do football, playing fantasy football. <clears throat> That's ridiculous. But what they did Fantasy is football? It... I agree. No, yeah, that is. No, they did. Uh, um, uh, it's prime only. Like Amazon Prime. It's the only way to watch it. Really? I think. Yeah, I don't think you can even buy it. You can't even get a DVD? Well, probably when they're all done, they'll have them out. Yeah, you can buy the season, I would assume. You know what movie or what TV show I I watched? Mm -mm. Which one? More recently is because I read read a... Is this it here? Mm -hmm. This is a teaser. Okay. The trailer. Which one is, what's his name, Jerry? Jeremy? Jeremy. Clark? Clarkson. Clarkson. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't know we had that going still. Hello, Dean. Goodbye, Dean. Goodbye, Dean. Hey, Dino. Why does it say episode zero? This the trailer. Can you hold the door for me? Grand tour. Are you seriously broken your arm? He's fractured. Which arm have you broken? Is there an event on? Is it always this busy? Wow, Roger Moore isn't here. Looking good is more important than looking where you're going. That's when you're going to do That's that. That's him, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This could be so expensive. We're going on a road trip in very exotic cars. Grand touring. Come on, how does it look to him? <laughs> To release it, you muppet. We've only had one minor fire. 
It's like that Tom Cruise movie. Cocktail. That'd be me. It's quite normal. <laughs> so that the uh, trailer of the, the, the new, the most successful, at this point, uh, the most successful online premiere, The yeah. Grand Tour, Amazon Prime. Abs- and it, it's humorous. I've, of course, seen it. I'd watch it again, too. But that, that was a show, like Top Gear, when they were on it. That was a show that, if nothing else was worth watching... Any rerun of that was worth it, and it was it'd be it'd be compelling and fun to watch, even if you've seen it five times. You liked it. My kids even enjoy it. Wow. Well, cool. Mm-hmm. So your assignment, assignment, David, assignment, America. Go watch the Grand Tour. The Grand Tour. Can you can you email that to me? Because uh, cause you can't be bothered well, to listen. Well, no, right now I got my blonde on, and um, I think there's a good chance that... Brother. Oh, oh, so one of the arguments against Trump was that he was uh, sexist, misogynist, homophobe, right? Or was that the oh, whole... Uh, xenophobe, yeah. Xenophobe, yeah. What was that the whole argument against yeah, him? Yeah, I think he was, I think, homophobe, Today, too. Today, uh, what are we, we're still in today, 23 of November... Um, he announced some more picks, some more cabinet level picks. Really, uh, ambassador first round pick. What? What was that again? First round pick. Ambassador to the UN. I mean, Nikki Haley. There's no way he'd pick a woman because he hates women, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, he oh he picked a woman, but she's not gay. <gasps> uh, what about um uh, secretary of education, which I hate. Um. Devow, De, what's her name? Is that the the Chinese tiger mom? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Wasn't she the one in Washington D.C.? The Chinese su- tiger mom? What? Well, I thought, or maybe she was Korean. Anyways. Anyways? Anyways? No. Who was it? Who was it? Uh, I'm looking. Betsy Devos. Oh, uh, Miss Haley. Let's see. President-elect Donald J. Trump moved swiftly on Wednesday to diversify his cabinet and try to heal lingering rifts in the Republican Party. This is from the New York Times today. You sounded like Jiminy uh, Glick there. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I love him. <laughs> you, you just, just like just him. Like, yes. So. <laughs> So Sorry. why do you hate women? Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love that guy. Oh, Martin Short's a genius. Um, recruiting Nikki Haley, governor of South Carolina, and Betsy DeVos, a prominent Republican fundraiser, both of whom opposed him during the campaign. Of course so they he's did. he's reaching out, as well as Ben Carson. Uh, it looks like Ben Carson is going to be the HUD. HUD. Yeah. and Urban Development Secretary. Um, DeVos, uh, was named education secretary. Now, all of these are, uh, Senate approval appointments, correct? Uh, I don't know. Education is? 
correct? UN? Uh, HUD? HUD? They, they, oh, they're, they're approved appointments, aren't they? Yeah, but I, I think they'll, they'll... I don't know about the ambassador, though. Is the ambassador? Well, according to House of Cards, it is a an approval position, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Because <laughs> that's right. <clears throat> that's like going to Wikipedia, right? <laughs> right. Oh, Snopes. Most Snopes said it was good. Uh, Miss Haley, 44, an Indian American, who is, ra- who is a rising star. Daughter feather. Yep. She doesn't look Eastern Indian, does she? Yes. She's got to be. Looks like it, yeah. Okay. I mean, if you look at her in that light. Okay. Which, is that appropriation? What? A dot? Like, looking at her to see if she's Eastern Indian or Native American Indian? That wouldn't be appropriate because you're not appropriating anything. Oh, that was just stereotyping. Yeah, you're stereotyping. Or, or, uh, um, stereotype or... Profiling. That Profiling. Right. There we go. Uh, DeVos, mm-hmm. 58, is one of the nation's most avid supporters of school choice. That's being ageist. Right? By, Call, by say, giving saying her, her name? name? Her age? No, I mean, her oh, age. Well, everyone, if, of course. Okay. Especially just with wondered. the ladies. You never... Uh, one time, anecdote here, one time, um, the publisher of the local newspaper was like 100 anyway she was 90 something uh i had a chance to and she see. was still publishing oh yeah she almost died in her publisher chair not quite i mean not literally but she was there until her she just couldn't and then she lasted maybe a year after that oh. and she ended up passing away but got it <clears throat> one time i was sitting in her office chatting with her about different things i mean she was a lifelong democrat and had been to the White House and a bunch of stuff. Anyway, over oh, the years. Wow. Um, I had the audacity to bring up the option of asking her how what her age was. She just about ripped my head off. Ooh. You never ask a lady her age. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, so. Wow. So you're the one who killed her. <laughs> yeah. Shh. Uh, it's interesting that they are making that prominent front and center with yes, the ladies here. Exactly. I don't know why. Why? Because with a man they usually don't do it. Do you have to show the age to show that they've been around the block, that they have the wisdom and the ability? You wouldn't have to do that with a man, would you? Huh? This is the New York Times. Okay, so let's see. In this article <coughs> The newspaper Haley record. F- that's right. This is the, the white lady. What do they call her? A white dragon. Uh... Well, the Mrs. Haley, forty-four, mm-hmm. and then DeVos, fifty-eight. Then they so for Mr. Trump, who was who was spending a quiet day before Thanksgiving at Mar at Mar Lago, his estate in Palm Beach, Florida. The appointments ended a breathless two-week sprint since his stunning victory. Uh, then soon after, Trump is expected to name uh, General James N. Matt at Matisse. Yeah. Mad Dog. Defense Secretary. Yeah. No mention of age. And the search for a Secretary of State has become less clear. People involved in the transition said aides are divided between Rudolph W. Giuliani, no age, who staunchly backed Trump. 
and Mitt Romney, no age, viewed by many as a safe pick, but who harshly criticized Trump during the campaign. Wouldn't it be wild to have a president that's been in business his whole life and a secretary of state that's been in business his whole life? Yeah. Would that change the entire dynamic of our government? But has Romney really been in business? Hasn't he? Isn't he? It's 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 uh, search and destroy. He he just comes in. He destroys businesses, throws people out, and then sells it. So that so that and he takes delight in destroying people. Bing bing bong bong bing bing bing. Yep. So you're saying, wouldn't it be great to have two people who hate? The world. What's homogenous mean? Mean means homo, <laughs> which is the what, same. A melting pot. Homogenous. Homo homo means the same. Mr. Trump's selections could blunt criticism that his early picks came from a homogenous block of older white men. If confirmed, Miss Haley would step down as governor and be replaced by the state's lieutenant governor Henry McMaster, who was an early supporter of Mr. Trump. Mr. Carson is a familiar face to Americans after a Republican primary campaign in which he briefly rose to the top of the polls for a second. Neither he nor Mrs. H- Ms. Haley is particularly experienced for the post that they have been offered. Mr. Carson has even seemed to take himself out of the running for a cabinet position last week, with his friends putting out word that he had concluded he was not qualified to run a vast federal bureaucracy. Some pointed to Miss Haley's experience as a legislator and trade ambassador for South Carolina as credentials for the UN. John Negroponte, a former ambassador to the UN under President George W., who opposed Trump's candidacy, said Miss Haley was an intriguing and very good choice. She's not an ideologue, he said. She'll quickly grasp that there are aspects of the UN work that can benefit the U.S. Ms. DeVos, a former finance chairman of the Republican National Committee, won the support of Senator Lamar Alexander, the Tennessee Republican, who is chairman of the Senate Education Committee, and called her an excellent choice. She favors charter schools, which are publicly funded but typically run independently of local school boards and teachers' unions and school vouchers, which give students tax dollars to apply toward private school tuition. I would like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if homeschool counts as private school. Did you know in Minnesota, when you would um, uh, vote, you'd vote for uh, county commissioners. The county commissioners set the educational policy for the school school district. So you'd, if you voted for a county commissioner, um, every year they'd get together and then set the curriculum that 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 was going to be taught that year in the school district. So it sounds like the charter schools are like how it used to be. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. Ms. DeVos' husband, Dick. Is that Amway guy? Is an heir to the Amway fortune. Oh, wow. Huh. Let's fill that place with elites. Wow. Are these I'd wasps? Hate, would they would be called you, wasps? I'd hate to go to a dinner party because then they're always asking me, hey, do you want to be part of a... Multi-level marketing <laughs> deal, and you never you know. Try this floor cleaner that's yeah. so good, and you never know if you were invited because they liked you or if they wanted you to get in on the ground floor or something. <laughs> so, <clears throat> in the three elections before sixteen, members of the family gave nearly nine point five million dollars to party committees and candidates, <laughs> but not to Mister Trump. 
not to him, until we have a better reason to embrace and support the top of the ticket and see an agenda that is truly an opportunity agenda, Miss DeVos said in May, then we have lots of other options in which to invest and spend our time helping. I predict the Republic. well, I'm horrible at predicting. Yeah, it was I good said, Hillary winning, yeah, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, that was my pessimism. But anyways, I think that Trump is going to fit nicely I think uh, most of the Republicans are going to that hated him are going to like him, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of his presidency. Well, I don't I, think he's uh, going to be like Jesse the Body, Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah. If you spend your earlier life throwing men around a ring, you're going to talk like that too. Yeah. Or getting yeah. thrown around. Mm-hmm. Well, he was a UDT too. Uh, Lily S. Oh, yeah. He's probably tough. Uh, Lily Eskelson Garcia, president of the National Education Association, the country's largest teachers union, Mm. criticized the nomination, saying that Mrs. DeVos' efforts over the years had, quote, done more to undermine public education than support students. Okay. Kind of like the education union. (laughs) Right. The National Educate or Teachers Union. She has lobbied for failed schemes like vouchers, which take away funding and local control from oh, our public schools, to fund private schools at taxpayers' expense. These schemes do nothing to help our vulnerable students while they ignore and exacerbate glaring opportunity gaps. That's from the New York Times. Mark Lander and Maggie Haberman are the article writers of that. Oh. Well, uh, the face bag uh, drivel has kind of dried up lately. I think at a certain point it would. What has kind of overtaken it is this Dapple. Oh. Dakota Access Pipeline. My goodness. I have an article about that. Let me see if I can find it here. Um, maybe you saw it. Oh, oh wait, give me a second here. Um, <clears throat> KFYR TV had an article that says, uh, protester says that things aren't as they seem at the protest camps. And the article said, uh, a protester of the Dakota Access Pipeline says things aren't what they seem down at the protest campsite. Michelle Thompson left the camp because she didn't agree with some of the tactics protesters oh, were yeah, using. Oh, yeah, I did see that, yes. She posted a Facebook Live video Sunday about her experience at the camp. I've seen protesters actually try and incite the police. They have instructed people on how to get arrested, and part of their team is also telling people that don't worry if you are brutalized or whatever, even if it is your fault, because we can sue. Thompson says she is Cherokee and Blackfoot and proud to be Native American. That's kind of interesting, huh? So. It feels like it's falling apart at some level, the protesting. And uh, the people that I have seen are just livid because now the cops and the authorities are using water in, like, sub-freezing temperatures on these protesters. Well, that'll do it. Which, I okay, there's very potential for some... uh, would you call that uh, cruel and unusual punishment? No. A, a judge would. 
Why? Wouldn't they? Because it's not a punishment. You're dispersing them. It's not working. You're freezing them to death. Yeah, but if... Is their choice? Is that what you're saying? So yeah. they are deliberately staying Be- there? Because if they're... What if about they flash are not, bang grenades? Rubber bullets? Um, I don't think they would do that, but if they... They are, supposedly. They're using rubber bullets mm-hmm. on that, these Well, people. that's what the reporting is, yeah. If they're using... I, I don't know why they would do that. Uh, to you non-lethally can, shoot them? <laughs> I could see maybe beanbag, but not rubber bullets. Mm-hmm. Um... I mean, if they are if they are trespassing, um, what are you supposed to do? Well, and th- this goes back to my thought too, is because this is all happening on private land. I agree that as a landowner, I, I I'm a I'm a private property guy. Mm-hmm. That's my you know freedom and private property are. Mm-hmm. Big time tenants in that. You you have to in order for right. you have pre- freedom. You have right. To you got to have property rights. Yeah. Yeah. And if some crazy millennial people or anyone is going to trespass and protest, or trespass who, who do you in call? General. Yeah. Exactly. Ghostbusters, but they don't come very often. Yeah. Um, and if I shoot them, then I'm <laughs> I have crime. I, I, I'm unless my life is threatened, mm-hmm. I'm not justified in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, although we could probably argue that our life could be threatened, but I don't know. Um, I just find it kind of fascinating that, like, the 21, two days ago, uh, police tested the resolve of water protectors in freezing conditions last night, and they were hosing them down with water at night. Um, and I, I don't know, but they're on private property, so at some point... You have to get them to stop violating the law. Exactly. And that, that I think, is where all these young college kids that are jumping on the bandwagon of this, yes, stop this pipeline, we've got to let the, the peaceful water protectors win, they're missing the whole point, that they are breaking the law Yep. currently. Stop breaking the law, and then maybe we'll talk. Now, if they did something, for instance... Um, I know that uh, abortion protesters would do this. I know back in the 60s, the civil rights protesters, they might chain themselves to something. Mm-hmm. And then they would come in, cut the chain, handcuff them, take them away. Okay. That's one thing. That's that's a nonviolent protest. Um, but if they are actively uh, resisting arrest... Um, to be taken away, well then, then that's a that's an entirely different animal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> what someone <clears throat> commented thirteen hours ago. I have a th- I've thought of a way for all those across America and the world to have their voices heard. As a at a designated set time, we should all set our panic alarms and honk our horns on our cars and set off our home alarms as a symbol of our battle cries to be heard. At minimum it would be a wake up call. Okay, you first. That even if we can't travel to be there, we can stand with one another and be heard. Gosh darn it. I added that. Okay. It will bring attention from people who want to know what's going on and feeling of and a feeling of involvement from those that don't know what to do to help. And really, what's two or three minutes out of someone's day? 
I hope to get something going around and get it to go viral before the time the vets go to stand with the tribes. So I want to change the world by doing something that is just slightly inconvenient to me two or three minutes a day. Actually, they should That'll all, change the they, world. They should all change their Facebook profile pictures. Yes. That would make, we stand that would make with a you. difference. No dapple. I'm standing with it. Yes. Um, quote, Helen Holder. I don't know who this is, but Helen Holder posted this. I stand in solidarity with your struggles of oppression. I hope your strife ends soon and with no more bloodshed. Water is life and should be considered a human right especially for those that have been victim to major genocide in the past. What does that mean? Water is a human right. They should be... I buy water. That means I should be getting for free? That's what it means. I think so. Okay. I hope that one day human decency is restored and we can all live as one. I hope that we no longer bow down to the corporate enterprises that have deceived this country and stolen our freedom in exchange for profits and materialistic want. May we be guided by the great spirit in defeating those that are intent on harming the great Mother Earth. Love and peace to those in the trenches of the great Mother Earth. Love and peace to those in the trenches. Calling on the Creator to love and protect our loved ones from harm's way in this battle. May peace be with us all and and, and the battle end in our favor. Hashtag water is life. Wait, I thought water is a human right. I guess it's also life. Maybe it's both. I stand in solidarity with your struggles of oppression. This is being shared and shared and shared by five people. I stand in solidarity, but not really gonna. I'm not gonna go there. Not really gonna stand. I'll type this in solidarity. But I can change my location I'll to like Cannonball, North Dakota. I'm going to change my location so the FBI doesn't use, so it'll screw them up so they know who's there or not. Yeah, that. Because that'll, that'll do it. That'll do it. Go get them. R, R, R. Call North Dakota Governor Jack Dalrymple. Call, call the White House. Call him what? Tell President Obama to rescind the Army Corps of Engineers permit for the DAP line. Call the Army Corps of Engineers. Call the executives of the companies that are building the pipeline. Oh, wait, the private companies? Oh, good. <laughs> Lee Hans, Executive Vice President, Energy Transfer Partners, a private company. Well, it's probably public, but it's a not a government agency. Glenn Emmer, Vice President, Energy Transfer Partners. So they're actually saying to call these people and yell at them, which probably is the best option. And what was his quote? Uh, get a job? <laughs> Oh, did you want to get paid? Come on, we'll we'll hire you. You know, to me, the most amazing part about this is that all of the employers of those protesters let them take time off from their jobs so that they could go out there. That's that's the uh, that's something that uh, just aston astonishes me. No, these are the kids that are allowed to stay on their parents' <laughs> insurance till they're old. <laughs> Uh, Barack Obama. Who? At Barack Obama. Oh, Barry. Oh, speaking of Barry, did you you saw right? The yes. New trailer. Well, holy I, cow! Plant. So I have called Barry, our current president. I've called him Barry, in as a shorthand name because that's what he used to be called in college. Barry. His real name is what? Barry Satoro. Is that what he's in his book? That's what he was called, right? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Truth. 
Right? But, but I don't know if it says that on right? his birth certificate. Oh, no one knows. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> nope. We're going to get shut down here in a second. It's Miss Helen Levine is on his birth certificate. <laughs> Please disregard everything we said. We were wrong. Netflix has uh, produced under their name, or allowed a company to produce under their name, that uh, a show uh-huh. called Barry. And my, uh, huh. hello, hello, interweb. Hello, it's me. I've been wondering. This is why we don't sing. This is why we don't sing on this song. <clears throat> well, hello, it's me. Gonna yell. What does that mean? Gonna yell, yell, yell. Sorry, technical difficulties to those listening. Um, what it means is that website doesn't like that I'm killing their ad revenue. Um, and so they make it so you can't use that. So we go this route <clears throat> and avoid it once. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I have to edit this show for crying out loud. That's an ad. Oh, here. Ad. No, no. I'm not gonna. Pl- I'm not gonna give them any kind of winning. Winning on that ad. <laughs> they won't get that from me. This is the David Allen Show. For those interested. From the ones who've come before, and you carried as far as you can. And then you hand it off. What about you? Where are you from? Well, Honolulu, mostly. Mostly. Grew up in Indonesia for a while, too. You a whole different type of brother. You do realize that, right? It's not my scene. What is your scene? I'm still trying to figure that out. Oh, my. Mom? Oh, my word. That's not Michelle. No. You know I'm the only black person in four of my five classes. But you're half white, too. You can fit in anywhere. I fit in nowhere. Invigorating portrait. The world is a big place, honey. You'll find your way. You got some ID? I'm a student here. ID? Well, I don't don't see you IDing them. So what's so special about me? Huh? Witness the moments. So, how does change happen? I believe in people creating change. Oh, that's shape the man. Mom's from Kansas, and my uh, dad's from Kenya. You know what that makes you? Kenyan? Hold on. A Kansas. So I, I don't. It makes you American. Barry. Oh. A rewriting of history. Yes. 
Yes. And because it's on the the Netflix, the millennials will eat it up as straight up fact. Do you think, or do you think that um, it they're going to cancel it because there's not going to be enough people? I mean, do you think? I think that there's a possibility that uh, it's not going to be a hit. I How? think it's likely it's not. Going How? To be a hit. How does this not be a hit? <clears throat> Because I don't know if there's enough millennials that will divert their time from other activities to watch that. Oh. Hello. Oh. Hello, David. This is 2016 calling. Hello. You've oh. not met the current generation, have you? Oh. oh Are what? you kidding me? What? what? Who is this again? <laughs> there's no way this doesn't succeed. I guess we'll find because out. the elite and the the college age kids, the Netflix suckers. But do you really think that they... love him? They think he's the best thing since sliced bread. Obama is the the guy, and to see a liberally licensed portrayal of his college years. Oh man, it's good. Drugs, sex, rock and roll, R and B, not rock and roll. Is this is is this uh, a miniseries or something? No, it's or a show. Is it like every week? It'll be a different. No, episode? I think it's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. I think. Okay. I thought it was like a uh, TV series called oh, Barry. Two thousand sixteen. I am. I am. I am. It's a movie. Hundred and hundred and forty-four hour, forty-four oh. minutes long. Okay. I was thinking. A biopic. What, what does biopic mean? Hey Siri. Define biopic. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Define biopic. No, not biotic. Define biopic. Biotic means no. Relating to or resulting from living things, especially in their ecological relations. Biopic. Okay, I found this. No, that's biotic. Siri is... Siri, define biopic. Siri, you saucy little girl... Define biopic. No, no, no. <laughs> See, biotic, right? Crawl back in the hole you came from, <laughs> Siri. Well, yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, you. <clears throat> it's an epic biography. Epic? Biopic? Means epic biography? Biography. But that implies truth. Prove me wrong. <laughs> I can't. Siri won't do it. Are you actually searching the interweb? Yes, I am. Man, that phone you have sounds so much like a big old typewriter. Well, this is Siri. It is a biographical movie. That's what a biopic is. Do you have any other questions? Biographical movie. Okay, A biopic. I get it. Okay. <clears throat> I 
Oh, that just, well, I mean, what the heck? They did one on, on uh, W, George oh, W. With, Bush. With, they did a movie. With Will Ferrell playing him? No, no. Oh. No. I they did an action, like a, supposed yeah. to, like a truth one? Well, I doubt if it's truth. He's probably eight babies. Oh, oh, wasn't that with Will Ferrell? James no. Brolin, I think. Yeah, oh. that's it. That's it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, see, this is set during his time as a college student in New York City. So this is like... All made up. This is... Well, yeah, but it's... um, Myth? Catnip for the millennials. Yeah, and, but... And every um, racist black person. I mean, maybe. I just... Everyone that voted for him because he's black will love it, which apparently is a lot of people. But then you have to... Uh, the question, this is my question. Are people going to go out of their way? No, it's on Netflix. S- they don't have to. Okay, no, I could see them watching it because uh, it's Thursday night and I don't have it. Eh, I'll try this. But are people going to go out of their way and be excited like, like, to watch sign it? up for Netflix to watch it? Maybe not. Or Although, are there any, is there are, anyone in America that doesn't do have you know, Netflix? Like, <laughs> if it, if it, sh- if it, if it. Uh, went to a movie theater mm-hmm. I would think that it would be a huge flop because who's going to spend money who's going to spend actual money to watch that you know what I mean that's my opinion but I could be wrong so that's that's the metric in my mind that I'm thinking of when I um, <clears throat> when I'm thinking about it is that if it if it requires energy to to seek it out and to do it, I think most people, since if they like them, they're not necessarily going to do it because what what I get out of it. That's that was my only thought. <laughs> this is the David Allen Show here on a pre pre Thanksgiving Wednesday night. My mama was the cold north wind. My daddy was the son of a railroad man from west of hell, where the trains don't even run. Never heard the whistle of a southbound freight or the singing of its driving wheel. No, I never did know one dread. Never did know Say the highway is just one big road And it goes from here to there And they say you carry a heavy load When you're rolling down the line somewhere Never seen the dance of the telephone poles As they go whizzing by No, I never did know whole song before. 
a sailor's life is a life for him, but it never was for me. And I never saw it where the hawk may soar, or see what the hawk might see. Never hiked to heaven on a mountain trail, never rode on a river's rage. No, I never did no wandering, never did no Harmonizations was exquisite. Exquisite. Uh, a little trivia. <clears throat> Mighty Wind. Uh, what year was that? Two thousand four, three. No, no way. Three. Uh, this funny. I think in the early nineties, and again in the late nineties, early two thousands, the Spinal Tap tour. On the Spinal Tap tour, uh, the Folksmen opened for Spinal Tap. So they dressed up like the Folksmen <laughs> and then went back and then came and, out again? And were booed during the first act. Oh, that's because awesome. Because the people didn't know and they clearly didn't care. <laughs> they didn't know it was them? <laughs> <laughs> that is oh, awesome. They must have gotten the biggest <laughs> kick out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, the Folksman was a, a, originally a sketch performed on SNL in 75. Uh, no, sorry, during the 84-85 season, huh. which I didn't know. We'll have to go back and find that. Goes, sorry, you can't. You didn't bring your actual computer. Uh, SNL. Hold on, I'll do it. Um, yeah, that would have been the time that um, Christopher Guest was uh-huh. on. <clears throat> and McKeon, what's his first name? Michael. Michael. Michael McKean. Here we go. Here, here, here it is. This is a face, uh, Facebook, YouTube, uh, NBC, actually NBC.com. The folk musician Jerry Poulter, Alan Barrows, and Mark Shubb <laughs> reunite to form the Folksman. Season 10, 1984. This week, Saturday Night Live is proud to present the reunion of one of the great folk groups of the early 1960s, Look the legendary Folksman. <laughs> Earlier this Legendary. week, our cameras were there for their first rehearsal together in nearly 20 years. <laughs> oh, man. Look at Mark Shove's bald head. Hey, <laughs> Alan Barrows. Alan? Alan? That's close enough, is it? There's nothing wrong with the, the rock and roll and let the kids have a good time because... Uh, Jerry uh, that's what youth is. Youth is, is having a good time, but man is an acoustic instrument. Basically, we retained <laughs> our thrust, I think, all the way through, and that was, you know, the folks were, were a good time and a lot more. When folk music, <laughs> that hair, uh, as we knew it, ended, it was a nightmare for me. I, I It took me two years, uh, just literal nightmares, waking up in the middle of the night and, and wrenching my neck, screaming, uh, <laughs> To, to, uh, 
to get, to get used to the fact that this was no more. The cow goes moo, and the pig goes and the chickens go chick-a-dick-a-dee. And the dog goes rough, and the cat goes meow. It's a barnyard symphony. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you think about when the kids were, were young, you know, when Barry and... Uh, well, I used to sing that song to Barry. Sure. Sure, he still remembers. It makes me I think that uh, they're going to boo us off the stage if we do that. <laughs> I really might want to start off with is the not uh, not, not old Joe's place. Not old Joe's place. No, don't, the, start, uh, don't throw that at me. The, um, <laughs> the, the 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 train disaster. The you know, ninety-seven. The old ninety-seven. Sure. I think it's a great number. Yeah. Blood on the coal. Like my, my kids sing this song. <laughs> Sisters, what a terrible time. Old 97 went in the wrong hole. Now in my number 60, there's blood on the curb. <laughs> I've never heard this song. Really? I love this song. You think we're 17th of April, the year 91, about a mile below the surface, and the West Virginia sun. Shift was late, and the foreman ate his dinner from a dirty tin plate. Blood on the tracks, blood on the mind. Brothers and sisters, what, what a terrible, terrible time! You know what? It, it's it's gonna it's gonna start getting long though. I think yeah. it already did. Yeah, <laughs> we got all those chorus repeats and all those verses. And uh, well, this is something I always is... wanted to say when we were doing it. Cut the two middle verses. Cut the repeats of the choruses. When Albert Lilienthal called us and said, "Would you like to do this show?" I mean, just he, of course, he's a legend. He's the man who booked uh, all the great folk acts. He's the man who established the eighty-eight cent hoot at the Siemens Institute, and all these these remarkable things, giving young performers a place to start and everything. And here he was calling us old fogies, you know, and it just. I got such a kick out of it, and I said, I'm there. You know the well, train is going <laughs> to crash into the mine. If you know what's going to happen, why sing, why sing the song? But that's like saying when you go, in, you go and see a movie like Moby Dick, you know he's big. I've been teaching for uh, 13 years at X-Walkborn. I teach a creative writing course, and uh, I teach, uh, not connected with the university, but I teach a yoga class on the side uh, as well, Wednesdays and Saturdays. I'd love to be able to do the Spanish. We could do the barnyard over. It's only a minute. Valencia. Well, I don't think we're going to do Valencia. Barnyard. Now, if we did Valencia, then I'd say cut all the verses what because then we're that? telling what do you the think story. Doing Valencia. It's in Spanish. I don't remember my Spanish. Well, I don't you don't have to remember it. We can fake it, but it's a Spanish Civil War song. It yeah. says that we're still concerned. Yeah. Those were special times. Uh, we were doing something. We were saying something. We were meaning something to people, and uh, that means something to you. Can I do an instrumental thing? We have time for that? You'd rather play than tell the story, is that what you're saying? I'd do How about this? Both. Whatever number we do, we'll let you vamp for the first 30 seconds. Okay, or so. sure. It's okay. good to see you. Good to see you too. It's good to see all of us. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's been too long. <laughs> I did not know that they were. I had no th idea. Th that, that is a sketch. And that's where. That's where it came the from. The mighty wind and everything. Starting up again. What is? Oh, oh no, some clip. Mystery dinner theater. 
<laughs> Sorry, it's not. The, it's not the time. Is that um, Bill Murray? No. I'm your host, Bob McAdoo. Tonight. Oh no, it's, it's, uh, Jeff it's that guy. Hey. Wow, yeah. nineteen. Oh, that's ninety-five. Okay. That was after Dumb and Dumber, so that's why. It's Ten seasons there. later. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> so, a mighty wind. This is one of our favorite shows on this show. Oh, favorite movies on this show. Uh, one more interesting. The Folksmen are a parody of the Kingston Trio. My dad loved them. I still i I don't think I've gotten rid of the records that he had. He had like I don't know how many. So records they're for of that. real. Yeah, the Kingston Trio. Let's go see them. And he used to have a lot of records of them. I don't recall him ever playing them, though, but he had them. Throughout history, there have been many songs written about the eternal triangle. This next one tells the story of a Mr. Grayson, a beautiful woman, Condemned man named Tom Dooley. When the sun rises tomorrow, Tom Dooley must hang. We'll be dead. Hang down your head, Tom Dooley. <laughs> hang down your head and cry. Hang down your head, Tom Dooley. Poor boy, you're bound to die. I met her on the mountain There I took her life Met her on the mountain There I took her life? Stabbed her with my knife <laughs> Hang down your head, Tom Julie Quality right here Hang down your head and cry Hang down your head, Tom Julie Poor boy, you're bound to die I wish my dad could have this seen the mighty tomorrow. wind. <laughs> Think you would like it or no? I don't know. I'll be had it been for Grayson, I'd have been in Tennessee. Well, now, boy, hang down your head, your head, hang down your head and cry. This is the folk hour on the David Allen Show. show about folk music hey if we did a half an hour of folk of this, music i bet we could get on npr <laughs> yeah we could yeah we could pretend like we're serious the whole time and mock it let's okay we, by we going need to work that i mean a jiminy glick kind of thing mm-hmm. you know i think so that would be hilarious start playing folk music <laughs> Now you talk about stabbing that lady. <laughs> what did it feel like? Was it a knife? <laughs> Was that a kitchen knife? DavidAllenShow.com. The Folk Music Hour. <laughs> We're up on the Nimbus 7 Oceanographic Satellite tonight. 
Drag. We got we got some bandwidth up there. That's oh, neat. I've That's got good neat. news and better news. That's neat. <laughs> We're going live. We are. That's great. Hang down your head, Tom Dooley. That the is Kingston Trio. Doesn't that was that their bring hit. Back memories. That um, was something else. So, what is a uh, slang for a dollar bill? Buck. Nope. Um. Eight bits. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, slang for a dollar bill. Like back in the day, currently no one is going to use this, but a cash. You're going to lay down a um a sink a Washington uh, a Washington. <laughs> <laughs> No one cares. Yeah, give me the Washington. <laughs> give me that Lincoln. Um, a greenback, oh, perhaps? Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I never said that because I was never that p- pretentious. I have a greenback. No. <laughs> you must jerk your tooth forward when you talk like that. Uh, they have a song called Greenback Dollar. <laughs> what? Some Isn't it like saying dollar, say dollar? No yeah, it bad. is. Others say I'm no good. But the Kingston I'm Trio. Natural born traveling man, doing what I think I should. Oh yeah, doing what I think I should. And I don't give a damn about a greenback a dollar. Spend it fast as I can for a wailing song and a good guitar. The only things that I understand. Oh man, so uh, talking the that the folksmen are a parody of this act. Check out. This album cover for this album playing. Maybe. That is exact. That looks just like him. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Oh, that's for sure. So then the Brothers Four is a related artist to the Kingston Trio. Let's see what they sound like. Here on the Folk Music Hour of the David Allen Show. Once there were green fields Kissed by the sun Once Close your eyes, this sounds like the Folksman. <laughs> no, no, put down the razor. David, put it down. Gouging your eyes out with a piece of paper. Good choice. It's less painful. Stop holding your breath, David. (laughs) Breathe out. We were the lovers. Wow. Who strolled through green fields. That's nice. Thank you very much, uh, the brothers four. Here on the uh, Folksman, the, the folk, folk Music Hour, just try to remember. <laughs> if you did album covers like that, you'd get laughed off the stage. Well, that was 60s and 70s. Have, have you seen any of the gospel albums from that time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was... Wait a second. These guys are still around, the Brothers Four? <laughs> Mary's little boy child. <laughs> what? What? This. The Brothers Four, everyone. The Christmas edition. 
is that's is this like a reggae kind of Mary's boy child Jesus Christ was born oh, okay. the uh, the letterman going out of my head can't take my eyes off of you medley live 1987 this has 218,000 listens on the Spotify this is the biggie <laughs> oh okay yeah So we have that, the top 50 in the United States, these United States of America. The top three are explicit. That's good. Number four we can play because it's not explicit. This uh, band called The Chainsmokers. Chainsmokers. Oh, man. Song Closer. This is the number four. Song in America right now. I met you. I drink too much and that's an issue, but I'm okay. Hey, you tell your friends it was nice to meet them. So what we're gonna do with this track, I want you guys to clap and snap. And we're gonna add a little beat underneath it. Ready? Are you doing it? You got it. That's it. Yeah, Okay, that's enough of that. 24K Magic, Bruno Mars is number five. Oh, there's some auto-tune for you. Come on, he can sing. Why would he ruin his voice with auto-tune? I have no idea. Maybe he was drunk. <laughs> Let's set it on fire, Bruno. Do it. Go, 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 go. That's better. It's just, he is he is the current Michael Jackson. Woo. I think. Mars, everybody! Oh! 24K Magic! Yeah, this is the next four songs down to number nine. I can't play because they're explicit. Number 10, I tell? Feel oh, It Coming. The Weekend. Is Justin Bieber on there anymore? No? Well, how, how, mm, how's that boy doing? Yeah, he's number 12. He with, is. With, with, with DJ Snake! DJ Snake. So that's like David John. Tell me what Snake. you really like. Baby, I can take my time. Who's this? The weekend with Daft Punk. Just take it step by step. That's the number 10 song in the United States right now. Cause they never tell me lies. I can feel that body shake. And I updated a few seconds ago this list. You've been scared of love. Okay, it feels like to me that now there's 
like exponentially more groups out there than back when I was. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Number 50, I can't play because it's explicit. But my, I mean, my. At minimum, half of these songs are explicit. So that is the uh, top 50 of the United States. Now that's just total best selling top 50. Uh, I, I, see, I don't know or if it's based R&B on Spotify. Or... No, no. Top. Top 50 global. One and two look the same. Oh, oh! Ju- globally, Justin Bieber's number four. Oh, and, and so he's getting more play in the world instead of the USA. And it's explicit, his album, right? Yeah. Yep. Unless that's DJ Snake's album that he's just singing on this song. Oh. What, a DJ has an album? You ever heard of Dead Mouse? No. What? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Is that a person or an album or a song? Or a tight or a record company, Dead Mouse. It's that. This guy wears that thing on stage and plays his stuff. Are you are you <laughs> I'm not kidding you. So, look at this. Strobe radio edit. 53 Ghosts and Stuff a Dead Mouse song 58,000 Play it I want to hear what this sounds 58, like 58,000 million Is there singing? Or is it just this? Not unless it features someone I don't think So this is it 58 million plays Ready for your You know I feel so morally superior right now <laughs> it is incredible I feel justified at saying the kids are crazy nowadays. <clears throat> wow. But like you go to a club to see Dead Mouse or a huge 30,000 people give me in the place. For this? For this? Yeah. This is like abstract art. You know? Kinda. <laughs> right? Kinda. It's dance music. Yep, this abstract art. For fun, while this continues to play. Oh, oh somebody's oh. singing. It's a track. One of today's most famous and active DJs in the world, Dead Mouse, is the 18th richest in the world with a net worth of $12 million. He's the fourth highest rated DJ in the world and commands north of $100,000 per set. Hundred grand for him to show up and spin his tracks at your event. I'm in the wrong biz. I mean, he's good. Because what I, I mean, knowing what to, it takes to, to do good. this is not easy. The thing is, these guys, they make all this at their home, in their mom's basement, or in their Tesla, at their computer, and then they go out there and they mix it out. 
Okay. So, every single time they play this, it's going to be different? Uh, probably not much. Your head hurt yet? However, the number one DJ, DJ, yeah. I believe the number one is... Where's he from? Tiesto? Yeah. He is the richest DJ in the world with a net worth of $65 million. The Dutch-born Tiesto earned okay. $30 million off his 2010 tour. He's also the highest paid DJ in the world, earning as much as $500,000 per show. This, the most popular Tiesto hit. It's EDM for you. Kinda. This is EDM? What does that mean? Electronic dance music? Oh. Who's singing? It doesn't matter. The point is, Tiesto makes this. He made this, this happen. Wow. So this is what, how, what it feels like to be old. <laughs> I know I had all the pain and everything when I get up and stuff like that, but now... Now I get it. But this is what the kids want to play at, at dances. I know now. that's what I mean. Now I get it. Because I don't get this at all. And I don't think anybody can tell me. This is EDM. Yep. Yep, I'm old. <laughs> I don't get it. And there's nothing anybody could tell me or say to me. That would make me go, oh, I get it now. So. Uh, you should watch the. I'm just going to look at young people with disdain from now on. <laughs> <laughs> yep. If, <laughs> uh, if you watch the documentary called This Is Tomorrow. I haven't. Right. If you did, though, you would at least see the little bit of the culture of this. So it isn't God honoring. I there would is suspect. a nope. There is a a movement in the world called Tomorrowland. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this and for days. Yeah, hundreds like, of thousands of people. Like the Burning Man. Yeah, and stuff it's Burning like, Man for EDM. Yeah, and like Woodstock. Yeah, Bonnaroo. And the beat drops. And this is where you take ecstasy. And yeah, no, you've already taken it, so you can live, stand through this stuff. So it's demonic. It quite possibly. There you go. And on that note, this wraps up the folk music <laughs> hour of the David Allen show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is what the kids are into. Well, they were into folk music at one time. They were, and, that's right. Now it's evil. Yeah. And they didn't end up well either. So <laughs> I can't say it because I remember the 80s music and that, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't end up well either. Um... So basically every generation has something to feel shameful about. Is that what you're saying? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Just for fun. Let's see what we can come up with here. Yeah, disco in the 70s and the flock of seagulls in the 80s. <clears throat> <clears throat> we 
Fail the 1980 Billboard number one. Ready? <laughs> okay, seeing the sunshine. I remember that. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> I don't remember that one. This is the the what num the number one hits for 19 the 1980s. Yeah, please don't go. So this is when music's turned into crap. Yeah, that <laughs> kinda. Well, you had Pink Floyd; they were huge. Yeah, John Lennon, Kenny Rogers, Bob, Bob Ross, Streisand. Oh the, yeah, Queen. The now Queen had a bunch of hits. There we, yeah, there it is. Another mm-hmm. one bites the dust. Diana Ross, Upside Down. Oh yeah. Billy Joel. Blondie. Yep. I remember listening to the Tide Is High down at the arcade playing Pac-Man. <clears throat> Who? <gasps> Rick. Yeah. Okay. Rick Springfield. Yeah. I had this. I had this Joseph album. He had another one. Um, what was the other song that he had? It was a big hit. Come on, Jesse. Where's your girl? This is the 80s minute on the David Allen show. Wow. Are you a speed wagon now? Teaching Jesse's girl and physical. So did was she a thing before Greece? So she was a singer that yeah, played Yeah, she was Greece? like country and western kind of. What? Yeah. Is this country western? No, no. She was like... Not country and western, but if she was like... Um, Singer-songwriter? No. Not like rock. It yeah. was more like... Uh, I'm trying to think of somebody. Come on. Come on, Olivia. Let's get physical. How do you talk horizontally? Is <laughs> <laughs> that when you, you are horizontal? Is that the goal? Oh. <laughs> now, when I think of this song, do you know what I think of? Lifting weights. Well, I have I have this memory when I was. You've seen the vi- have you seen the video with the headbands and stuff, and then the fat guys. They have this. Have you seen this video? No. Okay. This one is it a real one? Yeah, it's a real video. I'm not gonna turn it on. But. No, no, I'm not saying that you should. But she she had headbands and then and then um, it was like she was imagining these fat guys as oh as buff, like oh. as buff. And anyways, the fat guys were they were pretty big with headbands themselves and with their shirts off. <clears throat> well, when I was in the Marine Corps, I got married. And for a month, my wife came out to Hawaii to visit, to you know, on our honeymoon. And then I went on deployment, and we rented a uh, uh, a cabin kind of thing, like a block from the beach. And the landloader, the landlords, was a gay couple named Bud, um, Bud and Ed. I can't. <laughs> 
anyways, one day I I I walk I come home from you know off the base is about two miles away and I and I come walking up and there's Bud now Bud he was I don't know maybe five ten but he probably weighed a good two fifty and he was probably in his mid fifties bald head. <laughs> And he had the Olivia Newton-John headband on with no shirt and those short, like, jogging shorts. And it was like one of the, it was like one of the characters right from the video. video. So every time I hear, after that, every time I hear this song, I think of Bud doing yard work. In his running shorts? Yeah, in his running shorts. Awesome, yeah. yeah. He just needed... Some private eyes. Yeah, they were good. <laughs> I like meatloaf. I like REO. If you say this right, it's Holland Oats. This was 1980. 80s. Oh, These okay. are the hits and okay. number ones in the 80s. Okay, this makes me... Because I was thinking, wow, I don't remember Olivia Newton-John in 1980. But 80s, okay, it makes sense 89. Now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nineteen eighty-one Billboard's Top 100. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, they were weird. <laughs> we, we need tinfoil hats. <laughs> Little Deuce Coop medley. Okay, so Olivia Newton-John was something in the 81. Yeah. What did Diana Ross mean when she had the single I'm Coming Out? I don't remember that song. This reminds me of the Bop It game. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Bop It. Yes. Right. Twist It. Yes. Whip It. Whip It Good. So is she gay? I don't know if it meant the same thing in 1981. Who's Boz Skaggs? That guy there. Beatles Shuffle. We like him. Oh, yeah? Oh, man. Barry Manilow. Oh, yeah. That was back before he was... Pat Benatar started getting big then. That was a 40-second buildup. Huh. That beat didn't drop. That's where EDM gets it. They wait for, for the beat to drop. That's old R&B. Or just disco. Would this be considered disco? No. Diana Ross? No. This isn't disco. Disco was dead by this point. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Hello, Hello again. again. <laughs> Hello. Wait, is that a goat? <laughs> Just called to see. Hello. Too bad. Uh, do you remember this song? Oh yeah. To do da da. What oh, was yeah. that again? Uh, this is Clapton, yeah. What? That's the gendarmes. <laughs> yes, the, yes, it is. The police. Yeah, but who was the uh, who was the main guy? Um, Sting. Oh, Sting. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That duh, clear the face. This is a lyrically challenging song. Uh, it'll, well, yeah, anything with this name. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so 1981 had the police. Not them. Uh, and then Journey. Yep. Which this is. This is the stuff that I, I mean, I clearly I was one when this stuff came, two actually, when this stuff came out. So I. But Journey had hits in 77, 78. Yeah, yeah, they were. Well, didn't they have Steve Perry yeah. at the beginning? Yeah. And, and then he quit for a while and then yeah, he came but back. It was later. I mean, it was like in the late 80s or yeah. something like that. Even the early, early 90s. He, yeah. They had someone early. else who was terrible. Yeah. And then they got their Filipino. Frontman now, who is dynamite? Oh yeah, he sounds just like him. Yeah, doesn't quite look the same, but no, Filipino. Because who is crying now? A good question. Who is it? Is it you crying now? It's not me. It's not it's, you. Nope, it's not me. It's Hillary. It is. Yes, it's America. America's, America. America. What was that again? America's crying now. Ugh. I remember this movie. What? What? Yeah, it was a. What? It's he a movie? was in a movie with this song. He's coming to America. Sounds like Down Abbey. My goodness. 
brings back memories. Enough of coming to America. Yeah, Pat Benatar. Just hit me with that best shot of yours. Hit me with your best shot. All right. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> this was this was big. Elvira. Yeehaw! Elvira. Come on. Telling me, there's a theme from the Greatest American Hero that was a TV show. hundred times a day. Oh, I hated this song. <laughs> oh. She sounds like Bonnie Tyler. Yeah, she did. Her hair is hollow gold. Her lips are sweet surprise. Her hands are never cold. She got Betty Davis eyes.
So we're going back another decade. The top 100 songs, 1970. <clears throat> All I knew back then was Romper Room theme song. <laughs> were you, how old were you? Four. So you were four. Yeah. <laughs> Studio audience, do you do any of these songs? This would have been your high school, huh? No sugar tonight. <laughs> Seventy. Guess who? Um. Um. Okay. I don't know. What? Guess who? Okay. Okay. Um. Come on. Um. Mama told me that's a good one. <laughs> she told me not to go. <laughs> Fourteen dog night. Yeah. Or three. Sorry, three. Oh, th- three. 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 <laughs> Want some whiskey in your water, sugar in your tea? What's all this crazy question they're asking me? This is the craziest party that could ever be. Don't turn on lights, cause I don't wanna see. Mama told me not to come. Mama told me not to come. Love on a two way street. That ain't the way to have fun, no. That ain't the way. The moments, I don't know. Open up the window, let some air into this room. I think I'm almost choking from the smell of stale perfume. <laughs> and that cigarette you're smoking, but scare me up to death. Open up the window, sucker, let me catch my breath. Mama told me not to come. Oh, man, and this was 1970. Man, no wonder, th- wow. no wonder my parents' generation is so screwed up. <laughs> I feel bad for the next one coming up with the current music. Though. Oh man, are you not doomed? Kid, uh, this is love on a two-way street. I found love on a two-way street. Oh, that's a guy. There's old Brooke. Ooh. What? That one? <laughs> Bass heavy music, that's for sure. Oh. Well, they're coming out of folk music, so he... I guess, yeah. I'm surprised Elvis, was he... Was he, he must have been... Well, no, he died in 76. Yeah, I suppose he was past his prime. No, I just don't think his stuff is available to be on this player platform. To find a warm place huh. to spend the night. Spend the night. Never mind, just kidding. Falling seems I hear your voice calling. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. all right. Even if you try. A rainy night in Georgia. A rainy night. 
Lord, I believe that it's raining on all over the world. Lord, I believe it's raining all over the world. I feel like it's raining all over the world. Lola. Neon signs. The Kinks? Flashing. Really? The Kinks? The Kindas. Yeah. Kinks. You know this song. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately. I guess we can't complain about the current lyrical content of the songs today when you have this stuff. Yeah. So we had uh, those are the 1970s and 80s. Then let's move to the millennium. The turn of the millennium, yeah, to the 2000s. These are smash hits. Ready? Here, this is the we, we've moved. We've transitioned into a whole bunch of I don't know. Oh, Shakira, Shakira. No fighting. No fighting. No fighting. Because hips don't lie. Oh baby, when you talk like that, you make a woman go mad. So be wise and keep on reading the signs of my body. I'm on tonight, Gnarls, really? This guy's name is Gnarls. <laughs> Good Gnarls. I remember when, I remember oh, when Buy you a drink. <laughs> T pain money. You ready? Hold on. We go and buy you a drink. <laughs> ready? Because I remember when. Oh, Justin Timberlake. Hello, hey. Trigger warning, trigger warning. He's going to rock your body. Don't be so quick to walk away. The sad thing is, <laughs> this is the crap that, that I know. I've never heard any of these. <laughs> I'm old. Let's give you a drink. The thing that's funny about rappers is they always say their name to themselves. Hey, T-Pain, that's me. Oh, this is crap. What's your name? A drink. There it is. We buy you a drink. We buy you a drink because no one oh, I really can one do what Alicia girls. <laughs> Nobody is like Alicia. 
Oh, hold on. The DJ got us falling in love. I didn't know that was the DJ's job. Yeah, man. So we back in the club with the bodies rocking from the sad part is these are the 2000s smash hits. And a whole bunch of them are bullcrap hip hop. Hey, David. Yeah? <laughs> <clears throat> I know it's choking you up. Ready? Ready? Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. Yeah, yeah. Bye, bye. Oh, oh, oh. Sarah Barry Ellis. Oh, yeah. At least there's some quality here. Hold on. We got to bye, bye, bye. Ready? Ready? Shoot. Ready? Bye. Ready? 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 Bye, bye, bye. At least there is this. At least. I don't know if it's good or bad that Amy Winehouse is on here with a song called Rehab. And she OD'd. Yeah. It's not good. No. But then, this is before Beyonce was anything. Alone, at least. Bootylicious. <laughs> can you handle this? This is before, before she was the queen. Before she was Sasha Fierce? Yes. This was her uh, like catapult into control of the universe. That's Beyonce. E? Sure. Okay. Sorry, I don't acknowledge the dash over the E. Okay. The little twanger. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Yep. This, uh, we're reliving the 2000s here on the David Allen Show. I'm not sure why, but <laughs> it's sad. That's all I got to say. Because Brittany did it again. Yeah, listen to her sing. I, I, it's more. Yeah. She's a whiner. Yeah, I know. Exactly. But then there's John Mayer, who is a fantastic yeah. guitarist. Yeah. 
He thinks that her body is the Wonderland. He's a good whisper singer. Yeah, he is. I like um, I like some of his songs. One thing I've left to do. Discover me, discovering you. One I'm intrigued that this got put in this list. Because this is not uh, quite so R&B or so loving. I hate everything about you. <laughs> it's Three Days Grace. This. Maybe that'd be the best. It's kind of a druggy song. So three days grace isn't a Christian band. Perhaps not. Okay. I would uh I would uh just submit that most of these are not. Okay. 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 Ready? Wait for it. Wait for it. What? <laughs> Quality lyrics there. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with the generation of the 2000s. No. 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 Unfortunately, that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> We're not doomed. Nothing. Uh-uh. Nope. Hey, stop. I, I, I was feeling a little bit optimistic uh-huh. earlier. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're saying it was misplaced optimism? Then there's the occasional singer that's actually good. Yeah. This is the David Allen Show. We're going to end this musical edition with a little serenation. That settle down that you From Adele. Found a girl in your Married you know, when you look at her, you think she looks a lot older than she actually is. Because when you see pictures of her, she's like 24 or 5, and she looks like she's 35. And the way she dresses everything, you'd think she's a class, you know, she gives this yes. look classier, classier kind of. upscale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I guess you go to her concerts and she swears the entire really? time. Yeah. <clears throat> Using the Effenheimer here and there and everything else. So what, it's what was weird. that again? Um, the Effenheimer. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> you know, when you hint at a cuss word, but you don't say it, yeah. you cause all the listeners to say it to in say their in your head. head. <laughs> yes. That's rude. Yes. <laughs> I, I, okay, I'll come out and say <laughs> it. Fudge. Fudge. Frequent. Fudge. Frequent fudge. Frequently. Why, what were you thinking of? Fooey. <laughs> That's <laughs> <laughs> like saying the N-word. You've made everybody say it. Nobody. <laughs> yeah, nobody. <clears throat> Nothing. Uh, Nuisance. Nuance. Um, Nutella. Nutella. <laughs> uh, Nestle. Wow, I, I got nothing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
Well, uh, this does include one thing we didn't really talk about is Thanksgiving. Uh, things we're thankful for. I'm thankful for a dry, warm place to stay, stay and live. Yes. Even if it is a basement. <laughs> it's dry <laughs> and warm. Um, next week we will be here once again. Yes. Some players. Quite probably not on Thursday again. Yes. Just because of uh, my um, schedule. Schedule. It could still happen, but probably not. So, uh, for those of you listening that care, um, it'll be on iTunes when it's there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So. Oh, oh! I had one more story. I've got a second to run it. I think I gotta find it here real quick. Uh, an Illinois high school football team that lost a playoff game because officials made an incorrect call won't be in the state championship contest after a judge on Wednesday rejected its bid to overturn the outcome. A judge? What? Judge Kathleen Kennedy rejected an unusual lawsuit from Chicago Chicago Suburban Fenwick High School seeking to reverse the Plainfield North High School victory Saturday. Fenwick said it would not appeal the decision. That sends Plainfield North High School to the Class A state title game Saturday against East St. Louis, but none of the parties involved were celebrating. Fenwick led the playoff game 10-7 and had the ball on the fourth down on its own 15-yard line with four seconds left. The Fenwick quarterback heaved the ball downfield and used up the time left on the clock. Officials ruled the play to be intentional grounding, a penalty that gave Plainfield North the ball and one more play, but it used to kick, which it used to kick a field goal and tie the game before winning 18-17 in overtime. The Illinois High School Association, which governs prep sports in the state, said the call was a mistake. The association apologized to Fenwick, but said there was no way for the school to appeal the outcome through the organization. In her ruling Wednesday, Kennedy cited an association bylaw that says officials' decisions are final. The association argued that if Fenwick prevailed, it could lead to a flood of lawsuits over incorrect decisions by officials. Duh! I wish there was a way that Fenwick could participate in the game, but there's not. Sometimes the law is not fair, David Bressler, an association attorney, argued in court. Fenwick principal Peter Groom said in a statement, We applaud the Plainfield North athletes and coaches for a well-played semifinal game, and we thank them for their continued sportsmanship and understanding. Plainfield North spokesman Tom Hernandez praised the decision, but... In a printed statement stressed, we reiterate our empathy for our friends from Fenwick High School and their supporters. Illinois Association spokesman Matt Troha said he is not aware of a previous case in which a school in Illinois tried to use the courts to change the outcome of a high school sports event. In 2014, an Oklahoma judge declined a high school's request to have a football playoff game replayed after a referee's mistake cost the school's team a touchdown. The judge expressed concern about a slippery slope that could lead to future litigation over wins and losses. The association said Wednesday that it will look for ways to try to prevent such problems in future, but it isn't yet clear what that will involve. Quote, there is no celebration and there are no winners in this circumstance. Mm, It is simply a resolution. (laughs) I think there kind of (laughs) is. The Fenwick High School community has been dealt a 
pair of devastating blows over the past few days, while Plainfield North had a historic moment shrouded in controversy. But they won. But they won. I think that, ladies and gentlemen, I think the administrators uh, should be fired. Yeah. Anybody that wanted to permit this to move forward. Oh, I can't believe they even tried. Because what a horrible we example you're when... showing your kids. Oh, 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 this is our election system right now. It's clear they had to do it. Everyone's whining because we didn't win. We didn't win. DavidAllenShow.com. David Allen Have Show. a happy Thanksgiving, David. Happy Thanksgiving. Studio audience. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the cross of Jesus Christ. There you have it. Amen. And that is more important than most. All right. DavidAllenShow.com. Have a great night. Happy uh, Thanksgiving, everyone. See you later. Toodles. <laughs>